Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode of In Case You Missed It. This article is titled, How Food Insecurity Affects Families, What Can Be Done, and Who Can Help. It was published in RDH Magazine, March of 2023, and was written by Angela Grover. The United States is often considered the greatest country in the world. However, is it really when millions of Americans are food insecure? The U.S. Department of Agriculture reports that 11% of all households and 13% of households with children experience food insecurity. One in seven or 11 million children in America live in households without consistent access to adequate food. Being food insecure means more than not having enough money to buy food. In fact, there are two levels of food insecurity, low and very low. Low food insecurity is recognized as having a reduced quality, variety, or desirability of diet, while having little or no indication of reduced food intake. Very low food insecurity involves disrupted eating patterns and reduced food intake. Examples of Americans having low or very low food insecurity could include unemployed individuals, those with health or mobility issues elderly, single-parent, and single-income households, and homeless populations. But don't be fooled. There are many Americans in affluent areas who experience food insecurity. Each scenario could have been food secure, and one simple event, such as a global pandemic, could have been the tipping point to becoming food insecure. Low food insecurity. Let's break down having a reduced quality, variety, or desirability of diet while having little or no indication of reduced food intake. In this case, families may have monetary resources, supplemental nutrition assistance program, known as SNAP, or women's infants and children, known as WIC, benefits. But they are unable to obtain foods that are considered nutrient-rich and support an active, healthy lifestyle which is the goal of the USDA. Often, decisions must be made to purchase lower quality foods to ensure sustainability throughout a paycheck cycle. As well, some families may be without reliable transportation, which limits their ability to reach lower price big box stores, which allow for stretching food budgets and acquiring more nutritious food options. These families may only have a neighborhood market option, which offers limited nutritious inventory. In fact, most times these scenarios offer more processed foods, which should be some of the last options consumed due to the increased risks they pose of obesity, diabetes, dental caries, and periodontal conditions. Very low food insecurity. It is critical to understand disrupted eating patterns and reduce food intake when analyzing very low food insecurity. 
A disrupted eating pattern means that families may not be able to consume breakfast, lunch, and dinner, let alone choose nutritious food options to support the healthy, active lifestyle recommended by the USDA. It's often a challenge to have access to food in general, which equates to reduced food intake. Because research indicates the need for a nutrient-rich diet to achieve optimum health, families with very low food insecurity may likely also have higher risks for sickness and disease. When faced with these roadblocks to healthy, active lifestyle, individuals, especially children, could face a cascade of life turmoils. Example, decreased attendance at work or school, equating to reduced pay and fewer days of learning, which can stunt upward mobility in society. When individuals experience these situations, they are usually consistently working to dig themselves out of breaths that are difficult to maneuver. Dental Effects from Food Insecurity Considering that early childhood caries is the most common chronic disease among the youth in the U.S., it is crucial that dental professionals investigate food security when offering nutritional counseling. More than 45% of American children between the ages of 2 and 19 experience tooth decay in their primary or permanent dentition. Food insecurity affects these outcomes on many levels. Increased processed food, drink intake, decreased vitamins, mineral consumption, calcium, vitamin D, and fluoride, decreased access to nutritious foods, socioeconomic status, awareness, and infant-toddler feeding scenarios. Periodontal outcomes can likewise be affected by similar circumstances. Additions could involve deficiencies in protein, vitamin C, and zinc. Effects from the COVID-19 Global Pandemic The COVID-19 global pandemic affected food security in incredible ways. A study of more than 3,200 respondents conducted in Vermont early in the pandemic suggested that respondents experiencing a job loss were at higher odds of experiencing food insecurity due to the effects of the pandemic. Some statistics from the study indicated new food insecurities in addition to increased food insecurities of those who were previously food insecure, and two-thirds of responding households in Vermont with food insecurity during COVID-19 were already eating less to stretch their food. Note, while this research focuses on Vermont, it is safe to speculate many if not all states experienced similar issues. Every aspect of food insecurity was affected by the pandemic. Economic, physical access, availability, utilization, and stability. Statistics indicate limited food budgets, safety standing near others in the earliest time of the pandemic, and access to food were a few of the issues respondents experienced. Some of the coping strategies respondents enacted were stretching food to last longer, choosing more long-lasting food sources, buying cheaper foods, and borrowing money and receiving food from friends and family. The study's results indicate that more research was needed. Increasing funding for food programs, expanding food pantries and mobile pantry services, increasing access to fruit and vegetable programs, 
preparing for national and global emergencies from an access to food perspective, and removing stigmas associated with use of government programs would help lessen the effect of another challenging situation, especially for those new to food insecurity. Who can help? As healthcare professionals, we need to know about a variety of outreach programs and resources available to those who are experiencing food insecurity on any level. Pediatric primary care screenings within private practice or community health centers can be an incredible resource to point parents in the right direction. These healthcare professionals can offer referrals such as SNAP benefits and WIC, which can get the ball rolling. Mediating institutions such as religious communities, educational communities, and nonprofit organizations can also bridge gaps that are not being met via paychecks, SNAP, and WIC benefits. Religious communities may house food pantries and soup kitchens, as well as youth programs that may offer meals or snacks. Educational communities have offered free and reduced cost breakfast lunches for years to families who qualify. The state of Colorado recently voted to offer free meal programs for all students. They're joining California and Maine, two states that have already been following this path. A large variety of food security nonprofits are available across the nation. The Hunger Project, Feeding America, and Feed the Children, to name a few. Check the internet for more suggestions. Conclusion. Food insecurity is not new and should not have to be a constant in the U.S. or across the globe, but unfortunately it is. No matter the economy, there will always be people in need of sustenance due to circumstance, job loss, health matters, lack of resources, and education, broken homes, families, single-income families, you name it. It can affect outcomes. Healthcare professionals tend to have knowledge about available resources, which may assist those in need. If they don't, it's likely they know someone who can help. Advocacy for patients in this arena can most definitely affect oral health outcomes. Creating awareness of food insecurity is a crucial first step in offering guidance to families. Thank you for listening to this episode of the RDH Magazine podcast. We hope you enjoyed this article. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Tuesday to hear another article from our inspired writing team. And if you have a minute, find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our newsletters to keep up to date with the profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time.